0: The uk food shows podcast in association with william Reed business media
1: welcome to the uk food shows podcast this time around focusing on the national convenience show i'm neil branson and i'm nick clancy coming up on this episode do
2: you ever actually learn
1: anything new staying in the same place the whole time we spoke to david reese convenience store editor who shares his thoughts on the big themes shaping the sector
3: our research has shown that shopping in sea stores isn't the same now as it was 10 years ago. Shops are quicker, less planned, they're more frantic.
0: We hear from HIM's Blonnie Walsh to get the inside track on the trends that will shape 2020.
4: In this business, we're, we're up against it, we're up against alcohol, tobacco, and margins are being squeezed by wholesalers. We're fighting it by fence.
1: We headed out and visited convenience store retailer, Dean Holborn, to hear firsthand about the challenges and opportunities facing retailers like him this year.
5: The common misconception is that sea store retailers don't have the range to compete with a supermarket. I assure you that this is not the case.
0: And in an idea that we definitely haven't stolen from the Today programme, Giorgio Rigali from HIM will play us out with his thoughts for the week. So Neil, I know you had a chance to catch up with David Rees,
1: the editor of Convenience Store. How was that? Yes, that's right, Nick. I went along to WRBM uh, to meet the man himself and to find out how the National Convenience Show is shaping up. We're here at the busy and bustling William Reid offices. Preparations for the shows are in, in full flow and I'm delighted to be joined by David Rees, the editor of Convenience Store, the market leading publication for the Convenience Sector. David has been at the helm since 2005, reporting on the ever-changing landscape and campaigning on all the issues that matter to the sector and to its convenience store readers. He's a veteran, or should I say, a master of the National Convenience Show, and he's chaired lively and intriguing panel discussions with store owners, suppliers, and industry leaders about the issues of the day. David, it's 2020, an exciting year ahead with NCS in March. Um, Any resolutions, personal? Professional for 2020? I think they combine to some
2: extent. You know, I, I, I'm certainly very aware of things like sustainability and plastic waste and um, uh, the amount that's going to landfill and, and sort of the very little amounts that we are um, uh, recycling and um, the, the waste that we're creating. So, personally, I'm, I'm much more aware of that now than I used to be, and I should probably be taking steps in my personal life to. Um, to minimise that, or, you know, as much as possible, and, and I think the trade will be sort of along the same lines as well. You know, I, I think there will be you know movement from consumers and independent retailers as well to sort of um, realise really that you know that there is quite a lot more waste being created than is perhaps necessary, um,
1: and, and sort of the steps that we can all take really collectively. I know sustainability will be an important and hotly debated subject at the Retailer Hub. Can you touch on some of the other key issues that uh, will be a focus? Um, well, we're looking at
2: crime. We're looking at um, food service. This will be on food to go. Um, you know, we'll be looking at some of the new product categories and emerging product categories. You know, and and I think sort of in a, in a more sort of short term and immediate basis, we're looking at the mental band that is coming into place for. Um, uh, tobacco products. Um, the menthol ban will take place from May, so the show in April is an ideal opportunity for us to sort of look at um, how to deal with the ban, how to manage the transition, and sort of what the uh, the nicotine offering will be like in future going
1: forwards after May. I'm confident there will be a huge amount of uh, new product development on show, as there always is at uh, National Convenience Show. What do you think some of the the key key products that are going to shape 2020 will be?
2: Um, Well, I think they fit into broad categories. I mean, I I think you'll see a lot more um, in the healthy eating space. Now, that's quite broad in itself, but you know, so. Um, the, the sort of the ingredient quality, so whether it is protein, whether it is plant based ingredients such as CBD which will be, you know, we know mainly through vaping but will actually be in other uh, product categories as well um, and I would like to think that there will probably be more um, technologies, so not so much necessary products that are available for resale but um, little products little sort of helps, helpful gizmos and things like that that retailers can
1: use going forward to make their business um, operate more smoothly. Every year you have thousands of retailers coming back to NTS because they get so much value from it. Um, what is your message to any retailer who perhaps hasn't previously visited uh, National Convenience Show and why it's important to, to take what is valuable time out of their business?
2: Well, do you ever actually learn anything new staying in the same place the whole time? Um, I think it's worth an investment of a day at least. I mean the show itself runs for three days so hopefully there are plenty of opportunities to actually. Uh, choose a day that suits But there's so much opportunity to learn, you know, there are the exhibitors on the stands, there are the uh, the presentations that we have on the retailer hub, but there's also a huge gathering of like-minded retailers who might well have shared the same experience, might well be looking for the same answers, the same solutions, might have very useful advice to pass on. The, the great benefit you get from a trade show You know, it's not just the things that are being projected at you, it's actually the
1: conversations you have, the meetings that you have. Thank you so much. Wishing you and the team every success uh, in 2020, and it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Uh, My pleasure too, Neil. I'm looking forward to seeing you and everyone else at the show this year.
0: So, Neil, NCS, as with all the UK
1: food shows is traditionally a hotbed of insight and data. I assume that 2020 is exactly the same. Very much so, Nick. So I managed to catch up with Blonnie Walsh from HIM. I think most listeners will know who they are, but they are a shopper research and insight agency, particularly focused on convenience. So Blonnie really does have her finger on the pulse when it comes to all things convenience. And she's been busy shaping up the agenda and the content for the show. So I caught up with her to find out what she has in store. Um, Any New Year's resolutions now that we're in 2020? Perhaps um, a personal one and a professional one?
3: Um, Yeah, a few. So professionally, mine is to use more technology, uh, hopefully enhance uh, some of my skills as well. So we're planning some exciting new launches this year, and hopefully that means our data will be more visual, more interactive, um, and more intuitive. And so I'm hoping some personal upskilling around these tools uh, we can deliver to clients. Fantastic. Personally, um, I'm trying to spend more time at the pub. (laughs) Uh, No, seriously, I'm actually trying to avoid um, negative resolutions and trying to focus more on adding things to my life.
1: Are you Mm going to be uh, partaking in low and no alcohol beverages?
3: Uh, I enjoy low to no alcohol beverages in addition to my high alcohol beverages. <laughs> um, it's a really exciting uh, new category and that we're putting a lot of focus on in the next year um, but personally it's an addition to. Great
1: and and clearly as a, as a consultancy you have a, a huge um, wealth and depth of information um, about the convenience sector and um, something that listeners might know about is your or may not know about is your um, convenience tracker program. Can mm-hmm. you um, Enlighten us a bit more about what that is and why that's important.
3: Sure. So we aim to provide the why behind the what um, of shopper decisions. What we do is we conduct 20,000 face-to-face interviews every year. Uh, So we're speaking to shoppers in-store, which means we've got really good pickup of single items, impulse items such as confectionery, soft drinks, and also food to go. Obviously, these are really important areas for convenience. Uh, So that's why we're really specialised.
1: National Convenience Show coming up um, in the next couple of months. And um, tell us more about what role HIM will have in the National Convenience Show.
3: So just like previous years, we'll be sharing exclusive shopper and market data. We'll be highlighting the key trends that are affecting the market and opportunities and challenges that are on the horizon for retailers.
1: Tell us a bit more about some of those um, trends which we think are going to be really shaping the convenience sector in 2020 and and undoubtedly will be highlighted through the the shopper research and insight that you'll be sharing at the show.
3: Our research has shown that shopping in Sea stores isn't the same now as it was 10 years ago. Shops are quicker, less planned, they're more frantic. And this year we've seen a really strong increase in food to go And that's fitting with this on-the-go lifestyle, um, despite longer-term decline in this area. So for suppliers, this means they need to ensure a really quick uh, shopping experience. So for retailers, this means they need to ensure a quick and easy shopping experience, but they can't concede in staff warmth. For retailers, uh, they need to consider quick, practical packaging, uh, really focusing on that ease and speed of shop for food to go in particular.
1: I was interested in sort of getting your perspective as to why you think it's important for both retailers and those of us working in the convenience sector to take some time out and visit the show um, and and why why it adds value.
3: Yeah, so NCS is such a good opportunity for retailers to understand the top trends that are impacting the sector, network with like-minded retailers and find out about the latest NPD uh, and speak to suppliers and wholesales all under one roof. So we know that retailers have incredibly busy schedules, uh, so we've combined everything into one event, that means data, insight, product and networking, and so it's really something that actually can't be replicated at other events.
1: And if you had to give three reasons uh, to attend this year's NTS show, what would they what would they be?
3: Number one, I have to say market leading insight. Um. Secondly, Unparalleled Networking. Um, And finally, the latest MPD just at your fingertips.
1: Lonnie, thank you so much. That's been really, really useful. Um, We look forward to seeing you at the show.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Neil, Dean Holborn, Um, a name that's familiar to quite a few
1: of us, I, I, I guess. An influential, convenience retailer. Tell me a little bit more about it. Yeah, Dean Holbin is a name that is familiar to to most of us working in the convenience sector. He's uh, incredibly well established, a retailer champion, a real entrepreneur, and someone who really does see the value in attending shows like the National Convenience Show, which um, he's done for for many years. So I went to see him um, in his store on a busy day, but he took time out to talk to me about some of those opportunities and some of the challenges coming up
4: in the year ahead. Hi, my name's Dean Holbin. I own two convenience stores in Red Hill and South Nutfield, and we also have a florist in Nutfield as well. I've uh, been in the business probably now 35 years as a family store, 45 years since we opened this store, the original store in Red Hill, and we trade as an independent with an independent fascia, although we're part of the Spa Group. So you've just come to the end of a, a very busy
1: Christmas period. Um, when we arrived, um, we could see that you were uh, busily putting out a, a, a large selection of flowers. Um, so I just wanted to ask you about um, how Christmas has gone.
4: Yes, we've had a fantastic Christmas. We have um, we always adopt the seasons in this business, and uh, Christmas is no different. We have uh, got a big uh, business in trees now, I've grown over the last uh, 10, 15 years. The, business is uh, achieving sales in excess of 300, which is in, in, the, in uh, gross terms around about £12,000 worth of business. So it's good business for anyone to get into. Uh, we will have uh, farm fresh turkeys, which we pre-order with customers. And again, the, the uh, quality is very high, so the, uh, the response from the customer is, is excellent. And coupled with that with our florists moving into a garden centre this Christmas, and reopening under the, the uh, primary Farm banner. Um, we've had a terrific Christmas there. My brother's been flat out with Christmas wreaths, uh, garlands and flowers and arrangements. So all you know, we haven't had a bad Christmas at all.
1: Now we're into 2020 already. I just wondered what... Um, What's some of the key um, opportunities as you see it um, coming into 2020? Uh, we know that uh, food service and food to go continues to to be really buoyant as a category. Um, consumers potentially looking for more healthier offerings.
4: Um, what are what are the key opportunities as you see it at the moment? Um, food service has always been big for us. Uh, we got a key partner, a trade partner, uh, Country Choice that we've. Traded with now with for over fifteen years, I think. Um, but and they're always in the category. We adopt the category, you know, morning, noon, and night. Mornings is, is great with food to go and coffees. And uh, by lunchtime, obviously, we move into the lunch uh, time affair. We also fill our own baguettes. So uh, one of the stores makes up baguettes, which we f- we uh, sell fill and split between the two sites. But we have noticed a trend in people looking for uh, a lighter bite. So we need to get more into the uh, wrap uh, side of uh, lunches. We do salads, but we need to move more into uh, the healthier option of a wrap and people want a smaller, smaller lunch. So, yeah, that's the trend, I think. Mm.
1: And recently, obviously, a, a new uh, a new parliament. It'd be really good to understand um, how you've been engaging with um, with MPs um, since you've been uh, running your stores successfully. Um, and if you could tell us a little bit more about how you intend to engage uh, Parliament and what what are the hot topics that you're going to be looking
4: for support from from your local MPs. Um, I work very closely with the ACS, and I you know again I encourage anyone to uh, join the ACS and be part of the ACS because. They really do lobby the government hard. I mean, you know, we, we in this business we're we're up against it, we're up against alcohol, tobacco, you know, age restricted products. Minimum wage is obviously a hot topic at the moment. Wages are going through the roof, whereas at the same time margins are being squeezed by wholesalers. So it's um we're being we're fighting it both ends. So anything to do with um, Parliament is is uh, is to be involved in. So we, we actively involved with our uh, local MPs and we have, done, we have done so for many years now. Uh, famously with the ACS on our side and Crispin Blunt, our MP for Rygate and Red Hill, we managed to fight off double yellow lines and get two parking bays in their place. S- locally, uh, my other store in South Nutfield, uh, my MP there was Sam Gima. He obviously defected to the Lib Dems. Um, and at the last election, uh, Debbie Coutinho uh, was my uh, new MP. She happened to be at the polling station, so she came into the store and I introduced myself, and we're now arranging to meet her in the new year, get her to store, get the ACS involved with her, and hopefully later on in the year when the ACS has the Heart of Community event up in uh, Westminster, we'll uh, invite her along to that as well. And anything you know to engage your MP I'd recommend it because there come a time when you need that bit of extra support it might be a road closure it might be yellow lines it might be trouble you know trouble locally but you know engage with your MP.
1: So Dean I was going to ask you about the forthcoming national convenience show and taking place at uh, the NEC in Birmingham Um, I understand it's a it's a show that you've been along to before?
4: Yes um, the National Convenience Show is a show I've attended for years now. Um, it goes back probably 20, too many years. Um, but no, we always attend it. Um, one of the main reasons, obviously, it's alongside the ACS Summit, which is, again, for a retailer, I think is a must-go. You know, you need to take yourself out of your business. Even if you go up and back in a day, if you can go up and stay overnight, you get more out of it because it's such a great networking event. So mainly, you know, go we go, we go to the Summit um and then obviously the national convenience show we do on one of the days as well um, at the national convenience show there's also the farm and deli show so if you if you're always looking for small supplies to uh, add into your uh, bigger portfolio of supplies it's a great place to uh, go and find them and you will always come away with one decent contact or one golden nugget or what you know that you can go and use in your business <music>
0: Okay, Neil, we are almost at the end of the show, but before we go, we have a special eulogy in something we're calling Thought for the Week. And this time around, we've asked Giorgio, Giorgio Regali, who's the communications manager for HIM. I think you know him quite well. Um, But do you know him this well? He is uh, an experienced communications professional, and he's responsible for designing and shaping and implementing the HIM comms strategy. He's also an Arsenal fan. I didn't know that. We'll forgive him that one. He plays golf, he's got an unhealthy addiction to live music and vinyl. Get this, in 2013, he bowled Kevin Peterson in the net
1: at the Wacker in Perth. Now, he didn't bowl to Kevin Peterson, he bowled him, he took his stumps. Can you believe that? He's an incredible batsman, so I'm guessing George O
0: is an incredible bowler. He's obviously a great all-rounder, which is why we've chosen him to uh, play us out today with our Thought
5: for the Week. Can retailers embrace grocery delivery and compete with the supermarkets? More and more retailers are partnering with delivery operators like Uber Eats and Deliveroo to offer grocery delivery to shoppers within a certain radius of their store. Now, the common misconception is that sea store retailers don't have the range to compete with the supermarkets and that people that use delivery are on a main shopping mission that cannot be satisfied within the convenience channel. I assure you that this is not the case. Our research shows that 21% of grocery delivery customers are on a top-up mission 7.1% 7.1% are on a distressed top up mission, 9.5% are purchasing for a party, and 9% are on a mission just to buy alcohol. Furthermore, 26% spend under £40, and if that isn't enough to show that convenience stores have a place in the online delivery market, we can delve deeper and look at products purchased. Some of the most popular categories purchased by shoppers using supermarkets for online delivery are considered the heartland of convenience. The most popular category is chilled dairy, but beyond this is soft drinks, Christian snacks, alcohol, and confectionery. All of these reasons highlight the opportunities that grocery delivery offer convenience store retailers, and that there is most certainly a place for them alongside the supermarkets.
0: So that's about it from us. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Uh, Remember that you can register now uh, for all five shows, by visiting uh, www.foodanddrinkexpo.co.uk. Claim your free badge there. Neil, thanks so much.
1: Thanks, Nick. And yeah, please do subscribe. Look out for the next podcast, as Nick said, which is FoodX. And there's a fantastic interview with Rod Addy, the editor of Food Manufacturer, which is unmissable. Fantastic. In Rod, we trust. On that note, we say thanks so much for listening.